Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, it's me, Ishan Akbar, welcoming you back to the only podcast that is exactly 9 minutes and 29 seconds long. We might be short, but we guarantee to give you useful tips from an accomplished guest each and every week. 929 is the award-winning podcast from Fiverr.com, the freelance marketplace where you can find all the talent you need in one place. This week's guest is all about creating great leaders and has some invaluable advice on leadership. He's a man who knows a thing or two about running a successful large business because he is the former CEO of the Campbell Soup Company, a multi-billion dollar organization. He is Douglas Conant, and today Douglas runs Conant Leadership. Quite frankly, once you get into a rhythm of knowing how you want to show up, it's like riding a bicycle. In this episode, Douglas is telling us about the importance of asking, how can I help? So tell us, what is the lesson you want to share with us today? The lesson I would like to share with you today is the importance of asking the question, how can I help? Now, this is a question often associated a lot with American customer service. I'm from England. Often we complain that American customer service is so much better on this front. When you're asking, how can I help? Do you have to be 100% confident that you can deliver the thing that the person might ask you for help with? Look, I think this is bigger than just customer service. I think this is how one should walk through life. I'm visiting with you today and I'm basically asking you, how can I help you get your message across? Hmm. When people work for me, I'm asking them, how can I help you achieve your goals, trusting that in the fullness of time, you'll help me achieve mine? Or if I'm thinking of customer service, how can I meet better meet your needs and, uh, I, and communicating in a very genuine way that I'm going to do all I can? I cannot promise you the sun, the moon, and the stars, hmm. but I can promise you, you will get my best effort and you will get a transparent relationship with me. Do you ask the question, how can I help, to absolutely everybody, would you say? For me, I wrote a whole book on this. It's called Touch Points, Creating Powerful Impact in the Smallest of Moments. I believe you should approach your entire life journey within the framework of how can I help, and always looking to be helpful to others. And I have found in the fullness of time that the more I help them, the more they tend to want to be helpful to me. Mm. And it has served me well for uh, going on 70 years. 70 years, you do not look old enough. What, what cream do you use? That's impressive. It's not the cream, it's the question. Just asking everyone, how can I help? Yeah. It's the tonic of youth. <laughs> there you go. So do you think then, I mean, you've obviously made a very clear statement in terms of how important it is as a way of life almost pretty much. But do you think as an employer, you can ask your employees this all the time? And is there ever a risk that your employees will sometimes ask you to deliver or ask for help with something that's unrealistic? I believe people walk through the world with a very realistic view of what's possible and what's not. 
Now, that doesn't mean that some people don't ask things that are unrealistic. But I believe, on balance, people see the world for what it is and know if you're, if you're not getting it now, it's probably difficult to get. What I find as I go through the world, and particularly in the world of work and the world of leadership, where I, which I teach, people are looking for individuals who have empathy, who are trying to find a way to make it work for them. It's really, I can make it more complicated, but fundamentally, it's that simple. Was there a particular moment in your career where you realized this is the thing that matters? I need to be asking, how can I help? The answer is yes, but, I, but I'm slow. So I didn't realize it for about 10 years. Right. But it, there was a moment I was summarily fired from a job 10 years into it, had just relocated to the East Coast of the United States, Boston, Massachusetts. I was called into my boss's office one day. He said, your job's been eliminated. You need, need to be out of here by noon. And I had been with the company for 10 years. Mm. And I had just moved to Boston. Mm. We didn't know many people. We're in a foreign, the equivalent of a foreign land. And they said, we want you to contact this outplacement counselor. I called him at the end of the day. His name was Neil McKenna. He answered the phone. He said, hello, this is Neil McKenna. How can I help? And I said, Mr. McKenna, I've been given your name. I'd like to make an appointment to see you. I know it's late. It's nearly dinner time. And he said, no, 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 you get in your car and you drive over here right now. And we're going to talk this thing through. Mm. Well, I went to his offices and he spent the next three hours with me, just listening, just being there completely for me. In that moment, it was exactly what I needed, having had the most devastating news of my career and then having probably one of the most positive conversations of my life in that time. I appreciated it for me, but it took me about 10 years to realize, you know, I could actually show up like that for others. It took me when he passed, he passed, uh, it was more than 10 years, about 15 years after I met him. He was a friend and mentor. And I said, I'm going to make April 16th, which is the day he passed. How can I help day? And I'm going to spend the whole day saying, how can I help? Well, I did that. And I said, this is ridiculous. I should make every day. How can I help day? Mm. Why am I going to do this one day a year? That doesn't make sense. So I've been doing it ever since. And uh, it's amazing. The, this isn't rocket science. The more I try and help, the better I feel about it and the more helpful I am. What advice would you give to someone who might be listening to this who works in a big corporate and they're really enthused by this idea, but suddenly they're thinking, I've got to change the attitude of this corporate to start asking questions like, how can I help? with it sounding sincere? People say, well, the culture doesn't encourage it. Well, you know, you have control over how you show up. Hmm. And uh, I have a lot of confidence that people can figure out how to show up and be helpful at the same time. I don't care what the straits are. The people you work with, if you genuinely show up and say, how can I help you today? They're going to respond to it. I have not found a person that has not been able to find a way to be more helpful within the four walls of their work experience. One thought. If you think about the people who have had the most profound influence on you in your life, a grandparent, a parent, whatever, I guarantee you a couple things. Just think of one person. I guarantee you they had high standards for you. And I guarantee you they cared about you. And I guarantee you they created a palpable sense for you that they wanted to be helpful. And they had the most profound influence on you in your life. I'm just telling you, 
that's the way you ought to be with the people with whom you live and work. You've seen it work. You've experienced it. Would you say those three things that you outlined, having high standards, caring about the person, and asking how can I help, do you, would you say that those three are, are the key characteristics of making a good leader? They're important. Leaders come in all shapes and sizes. I think the important thing of, for leaders to keep in mind is they do need to have high standards because if they don't have high standards, they won't have their jobs very long. Mm. And that they are totally dependent on others to get the work done. So those others need to care about them and they need to demonstrate some that they care about the people that work with them. And saying, how can I help is a helpful tool. There's more to leadership than that, but not a lot more. What's the one piece of advice you'd give to someone listening to this episode thinking, this sounds like something I need to be doing and should do? What's the first practical thing that you think they should go and do after listening to this episode? There's a Native American concept that says you don't really know anything until it falls from your head to your heart. And so the first thing I would say is, I want this to fall from your head to your heart. And I would say, I would challenge somebody to reflect on the people who have had a profound influence on you and what were their characteristics and, and spend some time with that, get comfortable with it so that you really understand it. There are people in your life who have been part of your entourage who have showed up for you in special ways. Just show up like them with the people with whom you live and work. It's that simple. Well, look, Douglas, thank you so much for your time and talking to us on 929. It seems a simple thing, but asking how can I help immediately makes both parties understand the terms of engagement. Who you're asking has to be clear and reasonable about what they want, and you get to understand what they need. It seems a simple win-win. 929 is a part of the Fiverr family. Fiverr is the digital marketplace for freelancers. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave us a review and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.